Have you ever thought, wow, life is really complicated? Yeah, me too. This is, life isn't that complicated. Welcome to episode one of Life Isn't That Complicated. Uh, and thanks, thanks for spending a little bit of your complicated life here with me. You know, I know it's not easy finding the time to, you know, do the things that you want to do, listen to the people you want to listen to, and I appreciate, you know, you listening to me. See, this is my personal monologue of the world we live in, and, you know, how I'm trying to make sense of it all, you know, and seeing if I can change this world one word at a time, you know, one step at a time. Is that even something I can do? I don't know. We're going to try it. I'm trying it right now. So you're here with me on this journey. So each week, going to have a new episode that discusses an aspect of life that is confusing, uh, that is uh, terrible, or something that is confusing and terrible. Usually those, those two go hand in hand. Asking, uh, why can't it be different? <laughs> why does it have to be this way and not that way? Um, or you know, maybe both ways. Asking, uh, how can I make it better and uh, less, well, complicated? This week is all about what life is, or um, I suppose isn't what life isn't. In the most general possible way, what is uh, well, living? And uh, can that mold be broken? A lot of open-ended questions here today, uh, this week. Uh, you know, and then we're going to ask, I'm just going to tell you, who am I? And what do I think of the world? So we've got a lot to talk about this week. So let's dive right into it. So first, who am I? That's a great question. My name is Tristan, and it's probably pretty obvious, but I'm your host of this fantastic little show. See, I had the idea for this podcast after finding out uh, very quickly that I might add, uh, life is just an absolute shit show. Just the worst. Now, you might share that opinion. I would hope you do most of the time, because life is an absolute shit show most of the time. See, but at the same time, I've always been told that life isn't really that complicated, which is very confusing, very confusing. See, now I have to find out how to make life not nearly as complicated and awful and uh, more of what I want it to be, which is beautiful, fun, full of joy, kind of like, um, kind of like, kind of like a Hallmark movie, something like that. You know, Hallmark movie, Christmas movies. Those things are just, nah, the greatest. But anyways, a little bit more about me. See, why do I matter? Well, I don't. I'm fairly ordinary. I am just a blip on the map. Out of seven, eight, almost eight billion people. No, no. Fairly ordinary. Nothing spectacular about me. Um, I work a fast food job. I live in a rather mediocre town with some cool things here and there. Well, okay. There is a target. So I guess it's not all bad. But, you know, anyways, my parents, like most, they're divorced. I, and I grew up, you know, not struggling financially, not thriving either. We were definitely not thriving most of the time. So, you know, like I said, I am fairly ordinary. Um, but big thing, big thing about me, I recently turned 20. 
Thank you. Woot woot. I know. And with that, I also began what many would call adulting, quote unquote, adulting. And that's when I found out how utterly confusing and um, kind of awful the world is. See, it didn't hit me like a truck because I knew a little here and there. I'm not stupid. The news is always on. There's always something going on that you know about. Everybody knows something that's not good. Um, and, you know, it helps. I've always been fairly independent. I've had to. You know, that's, that's a different story there. I did things on my own. But I didn't really believe everything that seemed awful. I, I didn't want to believe. You know, you hear one thing, you hear this, you hear that. That's a lot. So I just assumed that everyone, you know, was a big whiner or something, you know, blowing things out of proportion. I feel like that happens a lot. But I was never really in the lion's den until now, of course. And by lion's den, I mean just straight into the abyss of responsibility and making sure that I don't die and can live somewhat comfortably, you know, all that jazz. Um, you see, I moved out and I took my life by the horns and was excited to just start living. And by living, I mean L-I-V-I-N, living, to be exact. You know, it's funny, though. Whenever I say this to anyone who's, you know, been in the lion's den for some time, someone say, you know, like parents, you know, in, somebody in their 40s, if I tell them, you know, life is kind of terrible, this is just the worst. It's like they all have just collectively agreed that this is it. And they, they've decided that they are okay with it. They say, Welcome to adulthood. Welcome to life. Like, what? That, that right there is what makes no sense. Like, what? Why? Why? I feel like I shouldn't have to just accept how confusing and terrible it all is, right? I shouldn't just have to accept when, you know, somebody says, Welcome to life. Welcome to adulthood. What the f What the fuck? What the fuck is that? See, I know I'm right. Life shouldn't be that complicated. Everything that we've constructed here is, is, I don't know. I'd like to believe that it isn't that complicated, but yeah, we know it is. See, the crazy thing is, though, comparatively, my life, and I'm sure yours as well, isn't even that terrible. Look at other parts of the world. Look at other people in different situations. Comparatively, we have it way better. I have it way better. See, at the same time, though, our problems, my problems, are still problems, even if they're only problems um, because the society that we live in um, has been manufactured to be um, a society where all of this stuff actually matters. So the question of the day is, what really is living? Like, is this it? You know, what people do on the day-to-day, -day, is this it? Um, you know, go to work, come home, have a little bit of free time, watch some Netflix. I love Netflix. I love Disney+. Plus. It's all great. I mean, I love, I love all that stuff. I, you know, I love just scrolling on my phone endlessly on Instagram. That is great. You know, but really, is that, is that it? Is, is that what I'm going to do for the next 40 years? You know, work a job, eight hours a day, have the weekends off, 
you know, maybe do something I'd like. Go to go to my kids' soccer games in the morning, even though it's raining and it's eight in the flipping morning. That sounds so great. See, I know people have been uh, trying to find meaning all of their lives, uh, but what to what real success? You know, if this is it, then what the hell? We have gotten ourselves in a real conundrum. You see, I love the idea of a whole spiritual journey to find oneself. Uh, is I ask myself this, um, is, is this what I'm on? Am, am I just trying to find my purpose? Um, see, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Not yet, uh, but one day. Who knows? I don't know. Certainly not me. See, eventually, though, I am determined that I will find my own version of what living will be. You know, I'm on the right track, though, I think. I think I'm thinking about it now. See, quick side example, uh, my dad, my own father, uh, he is just now found out uh, what he wants to do with his life. And he just turned 46. Actually, he turns 47 really, really soon. Like, I really don't want to wait 26, 27 years uh, to start enjoying my life and doing everything that I really want to do. See, I love my dad. Great dude. Love him to death. But he was weighed down by expectations and just the sheer shittiness of life. He didn't know uh, what he wanted. Maybe he should have found his, his spiritual journey. I don't know. The big one for me, though, expectations. Expectations. Expectations are just terrible. Uh, what a terrible... Thing they are. See, everyone is expecting something of someone all of the time. And usually the other person doesn't really want what is expected of them. See, that's that's why they're terrible. See, they get you stuck. They get you stuck into a life that, you know, someone else wanted to live, but they couldn't. And now they're living vicariously through the other person. A great, great example of this. Love my mom. Yeah, great person most of the time. But um, did that with my sister. See, my mom was a, was a skater, fantastic skater, for a long time. Hurt herself, couldn't skate anymore. She was gonna, I don't know, maybe she could have gone pro, been in the Olympics. That would have been fun. Uh, but she hurt herself. She couldn't do that. So when my sister showed some interest in dancing, doing things like that, well, there was my mom's in. She started paying for all this stuff. She started doing all this stuff taking her to lessons, doing everything that she could to make my sister the best damn dancer she could possibly be. She succeeded. Uh, but now my mom expected her to do something with that and dance her heart out, be professional, do something with, uh, do the thing my mom couldn't do. That's what my mom expected of my sister. And when my sister said, uh, no, well, that was a whole other thing right there. See, that's one of just the thousands of examples of people that expect things from other people. Your parents, that's what I was talking about. Your job, school, hell, you know, even, even in the grocery store, the person you're walking next to, behind, in front of, you know, they're expecting something of you. Although, let me clarify first, before we get too far into this. Sometimes expectations can be a good thing. If you, know, if you set them for yourself, expect yourself to eat healthy, work out, you know, that stuff. You know, you make a promise or a commitment to someone, you are expected to do that said thing. Breaking a promise 
or you know, breaking the law is just a serious dick move. Let's not do that. But you know, when your job expects you to do more work for less pay, or like I was talking about with my parents, my, my parents, my mom, for ex- to be exact, you know, when they expect you to be a doctor, or in my case, a dancer, or my sister's case, a dancer, um, and you don't want to do that. You, you want to be um, an actor. You want to be an artist. I don't know, a veterinarian. Well, those kinds of expectations suck balls. See, that's, that's what I'm talking about. You know, however, it's pretty convenient. There, there's this nice cookie-cutter mold that, that everyone um, is trying to fit into. You know, society expects that of us. And, and then, you know, consequently, um, everyone else who's already dropped into that, parents, job, school, you know, they expect us to drop into, into the, the cookie-cutter house life, cookie-cutter life in general. Maybe that's life. Maybe that's why everybody's expecting that of everybody else. That's why your parents expect you to go to college, expect you to get a good job, have a family, you know, do all that. But no, I don't think that's it. See, everyone I know that has tried that, they've hated it. See, you know, the whole go to school, you know, for, for 12 years, go to college for four more, maybe eight years, marry somebody have kids, you know, live in the suburbs while you work at your, you know, your boring ass job. I don't know, being a, oh, I don't know, what's a boring ass job now? A receptionist, uh, a manager at a, um, you know, a, a Midwestern paper firm. And, you know, you do that for 40 years, then you die. See, if that's what life is, then wow, what a terrible thing we've created. What a great expectation we all have of each other. That's so awesome. I love that for us. That's so great. I suppose that's what we have all classified as living now. I mean, that's that's the dream. I guess, you know, would that be the American dream? Go to college, go to school, get a, a decent job that pays for a nice house in the suburbs. Get a nice white picket fence that looks like your neighbors and and all that good stuff. I don't know. See, following expectations, you know, doing something occasionally that makes us happy just to go back and kill ourselves so, you know, we can do that something small again that will make us happy just one more time. It's a never-ending cycle of hate to find some love, you know, and you hate and you love, hate and love, hate and love. And it's just, it's like a merry-go-round, but a terrible one at that. See, there's more hate, though, than love. More often than not, if you're going to ask somebody, they're going to hate something more than they're going to love something. Ugh, that's terrible. But I've got fresh eyes on it. I've got fresh eyes on it all. And, you know, I'm not seeing a lot of love. I'm not seeing a lot of love. People will say, oh, you can't prove that everybody's just going to hate. There's more hate than love in the world. Well... I can confidently say, um, like I said earlier, I work in fast food. I deal with a lot of people all the time. Customer service, anybody who works in customer service just knows. More often than not, people are going to express their hate more than they're going to express their love. You know, ironically though, uh, Valentine's Day was not long ago. Talking about love, talking about hate. 
Um, people say that's about love when people, you know, love is in the air. That is, that is the season of love. Shut the fuck up. No, it's not. That is a commercial holiday. Love should not be a, a, a one-time-a-year thing. It should be all the time. It should be all the time. We should express our love all of the time. We should not express our hate. Um, see, I hate those expectations, too. There's more expectations. People expect Valentine's Day to be, you know, that one day a year to express love. See, and then every other day, it's just fucking chopped liver. But that one day... That one day we are expected to fall in into the, the commercial love trap. We're expected to do that because everybody else does it. You know, that goes for so, so much more. goes for so much more. But what do I expect of life? Life expects so much from all of us. Expects so much from me. What do I expect from life 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 it's a very funny word i mean life to an ant is different than a tiger which is different than an eagle you know but we're all alive when i when i think of life i expect this i imagine it like this see life to me it, it's, it's happy i want to be happy but you can't be happy without being sad Life is adventurous. I want to go and explore everything and do everything. It's fun. I don't want it to be an adventure because it has to be an adventure. I want it to be an adventure because it's fun. It's exciting. It makes you nervous. It's meant to you know, be spent dreaming. Going for those dreams. Not fulfilling someone else's dream. I can confidently guarantee I would much rather be working on my own passion, my own dream, then continue at my fast food job making money uh, for the franchisee. Great person, I guess. Great guy. Pays me well. But uh, that's his dream. That's not my dream. You know, even simpler, life is just smelling flowers. Even if it means being late to work. Life is, you know, this one, I know, this one's going to be cheesy. I've already thought about this one. Life is dancing in the rain. Dancing in the rain with your person because you don't care how wet it is. You, you, you don't care. Your, your, your favorite shoes are soaked or your socks are all squishy now. You don't care because it's with the person you love. That, that's all that matters right there. So life isn't about money. Money comes back. Time is more precious than anything. I mean, I could die tomorrow. See, I want to spend my life showing people I know that I love them and then loving the people that I don't know. Not just one day a year, all the time. Stupid Valentine's Day. God. See, right now, it seems no one is really stopping and smelling those roses. We're so focused on getting to work, getting things done. For what? I mean, we're not noticing those flowers. What we do notice, though, is the bees. They're just trying to do their job. We're angry at the bees now, though, because they're up in our business. We're hating on them. See? Hating on the bees. We're not loving the bees. We should love the bees 
They're just doing their job, making more flowers for us to smell that we're not smelling. See, they're, they're just living. Why can't we be more like bees? But I think that's the answer. No, not being bees. We shouldn't, that's, no, we're not being bees. Um, no, the answer is, it's not a simple one. Kind of a terrible one, but right now people are living to fulfill expectations. What is living? Living is to fulfill, fulfill expectations. You know, those expectations are set by others, and we fulfill them, and now we have to maintain this lifestyle for fear of disappointing someone else. I don't want to disappoint my parents. I mean, maybe I kind of do. I kind of do, but I haven't yet because, I mean, no, they fed me. They took care of me for 18 years. Why? I mean, they just want the best for me, I guess. I don't want to disappoint them entirely. You don't want to disappoint your job. They're paying you. You don't want to disappoint just people in general, and they're going to judge you. Society seems pretty cruel. They're they're pretty judging, and, and you don't follow those expectations, well, you're getting judged. On top of that, we aren't stopping to smell those roses. We're not stopping to smell the flowers. Only one day a year is that allowed. One day a year can we just love. Only one day a year. Screw that. That's what I say to that. Screw that. This here is my journey in defining the simplicity and beauty in an utterly terrible and terrifying world. See, hopefully hearing me go through and talk it all out helps you to also see that beauty and the simplicity in the world. Have a fantastic rest of your week. I look forward to talking with you again.